Sorry, what this got real weird. On? You need the long the long pole thing that the pool boy uses. Yeah. He gets a <gasps> bit of placenta instead. This is a this is, yeah. we should just roll all of this right into the episode, I think. Wait, uh, do you get a special midwife pool boy? Pool pool wife? It would have to be a pool wife, right? Like don't you need like more another woman oh, wait, to wait, be wait. there? Instead of a doula, it's a pula. Uh, what do you mean? Through my one hour, Dustin. Uh, it's fine. It's Welcome to another episode of Pajiba, the Pajiba Television Podcast. I'm Pajiba comedy editor Dan Hamamura, uh, and with me, as always, are Pajiba TV editor Tori Preston. Hello, Dan. Hello, Tori. And oh no, I didn't get the name. Carrion, 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 Kansas. Dustin Rolls. You completely botched that. I don't know Plug how to it. say that. Carry on. Carry on. Oh, they were son. Oh, well, you spelled it carrion like, like the a, thing exactly. about like, a, like I, vultures yeah. and something. I tried to make it into like a thing, like a pun. Well, that's not gonna <laughs> help when I'm trying to read it from a teleprompter or teleprompter style, like Ron Burgundy is or Joe Biden. Or well, Joe Biden can read a teleprompter. Sure, uh, Ron Burgundy. You know, he'll read whatever's on there. Anyway, Dustin, <laughs> welcome. Congratulations. How are you? How is You're it? welcome. How's, how's everybody? <laughs> Very well, thank you. Um, let's and, just pretend that we did not spend an hour catching up before the podcast started. Uh, no, I think we should fully acknowledge the fact that we spent an hour catching up and drinking. This might right. be, this my might entire be bottle of wine is gone. Are oh my you God. kidding me? Well, it's <laughs> oh time for your God. second bottle. <laughs> no, yeah. don't do it. Don't. No, I, it's a mistake, Dustin. It's, is it? I have a glass left, and, you know, well, if I need to drink beer, I will. Okay, well, All right, so, so it, it's time for an, a new segment called What Were You Drinking? <laughs> <laughs> no, seriously, I, what were you drinking? Yeah, what I, were you drinking? I, I'm still drinking Dancing Juice, which is another one of those bottles of, from the um, place that I got. Wasn't it cellars. terrible? Oh, yeah. Well, no, no. Dancing Juice is the only one that's decent. And there's like five bottles of that, and the other seven were horrible. Okay. Dancing Juice is not good, but it's drinkable, and it has a chicken on the uh, label. Oh. So I feel a certain, uh, you know, kinship with it. It's part of your chicken update. Right. That makes sense. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, Well, we'll get to the chicken update in a minute, but Tori, what are you drinking, or what Um, were you drinking? I am, I'm on my second can of Green State Lager. I, w- I went back, I still have some rosé in the fridge, but I went back to beer because it is our, our last week of Supernatural. Oh. Yeah. Why um, is Vermont called the Green State? Have you seen the trees? <laughs> well, okay, but like every state has trees. Yeah, there's a lot of them. Um, well, so Vermont stands for Verity, Montana. Green Mountains. Oh. Um, I did not know that. Yeah. Wait, Vermont stands for what? Uh, Verity, Montana, which is like French oh. for green mountains. So I didn't um, know we're a, I didn't we're know a very... Green just, Mountain coffee comes from there, Dan. Yes. 
Yes, it does. Oh, that's the that's the stuff that you get in the uh, Keurigs. It's the default Keurig. Yes. Right. <laughs> that Dustin hates. Yeah. No. Yes. So terrible. Everything. Ver, the thing about Vermont naming systems is that it's very much uh, descriptive of exactly what is happening. So all the roads are like. You know, if it's Cheese Factory Road, there is a cheese factory on that road. If it's a pond <laughs> road, there's a pond on that road. Like, um, yeah, Green State. Sorry, I have a quick Vermont question. Okay. <laughs> uh, your Republican governor, who is like a decent Republican, is not running for re-election. How's it looking for November? November, is it a Republican or Democrat? Um well, I know, I believe his lieutenant governor is running, and a lot of people are in favor of him. Um, Vermont tends to be a little bit hard to read because... Yeah, Bernie. Well, but yeah, Republican. But, but Bernie's always, yeah, I, like, we tend to vote, so we also had, um, way back when, like, Jim Jeffords, who was a Republican and switched to independent so that during the, the Bush years, the um, Republicans lost... Uh, the majority in the Senate. Like there, there's Vermont has a tendency to whether they vote Republican or Democrat or independent, everyone is more or less moderate. So, you know, it, you're yeah. Like our Republican governor is pretty good. He, I liked him just because, I mean, I didn't vote for him, but I appreciated the fact that he, like there was one almost, uh, a school shooting it was caught ahead of time um and he changed his stance on gun control in is his um lieutenant governor a republican or a democrat no his lieutenant governor is a democrat and oh. is very like um uh pro green energy and um he's he's more of your like stereotypical kind of hippie sort of guy um but a lot of is people also, like him is he also pro gun um, that I'm like not Bernie? sure. I'm not sure. Well, but the other thing with Bernie is I don't think Bernie cares about guns. He represents his constituents and right, Vermonters right, sure. care about guns. We also have one of the lowest gun violence rates in the country, which I'm not saying means that, you know, guns are safe, but you know, it's kind of like, there's a reason why people feel okay being pro gun. I also know most of the gun owners around here, at least they're not a, Opposed to gun control in the sense of like, yeah, no, should be regulated. People should be trained. People like, they're also just people who hunt. Who was your uh, other senator besides Bernie? Uh, Leahy. Patrick? Yeah. Really? Oh, I yeah. didn't think of that. Yeah. Forever. Huh. Completely different kind of guy, but also Democrat, but yeah. not nearly Bernie. Not nearly, well, Bernie was always the independent. So it, originally, for the longest time, it was Leahy and Jeffords, and then Bernie was the House of Representatives. Right. And then when Jeffords stepped down, that's when, or when, you know, he, he didn't, I can't remember if he, I don't think he stepped down. I think he just didn't run for re-election or something. That's when Bernie took over his spot. I don't remember Jim Jeffords, but he sounds like he ran a cult. Yeah. Just so his, his nickname, his nickname was Jesum Jim. Yeah, it was a whole wow. thing. But yeah, but it was that was the whole thing. He was the Republican that we voted, and then and it was so it was literally there was one Democrat, one Republican, and then Bernie the Independent. It was just one of each huh. for the whole state. 
Vermont's good people. They're all right. They're fine. <laughs> They're very descriptive. <laughs> yes. I love Vermont. You know what I don't like, Dan? What is Los that? An- Los Angeles. Terrible uh, city. Well, Horrible look, place. The, the problem that uh, those of you who do not, are not familiar with Los Angeles, uh, the thing that you fail to see is that Los Angeles is not one city. It's like 50 cities all crammed together. So it, it's not that you hate Los Angeles. It's just that you haven't found the version of Los Angeles that you love. Because you, there's okay. one for everybody. It's have, just have you got to find it. Have you found the version that you love? Uh, yeah. I live in a neighborhood with a lot of Japanese restaurants, which is kind of... And it's quiet. Those are kind of like my oh. two prerequisites. So, Is there uh, a version... Is there a neighborhood uh, in Los Angeles where you have a yard? Oh, sure. There are a lot of those. Affordably? Uh, yes, so you probably, you, congratulations, you have, uh, you have selected Burbank, California as your, uh, your favorite, uh, segment that, of Los Angeles. That actually I makes like a lot Burbank of sense. Burbank is he, where? Yeah, he loves, he loves television. That's where everything's shot. Like, yeah, I feel like Burbank, where I feel like all the game shows are shot in Burbank, right. right? So there's a lot of television. You're near all the studios, but it's very suburban depending on where you are. And there can be a train nearby. So, okay. so you can but have I'm a yard and you can have a train. not suburban, Dan. Thank you very much. Are you not? I mean, you're, you you're, the, you're the, yard. you're, you're actually in the metropolitan equivalent of, uh, for your state. So yeah. you're like, you're really a downtown LA kind of guy. Doesn't Burbank have the Bob Hope airport? Is it? It Bob? does. Yeah. Yeah. Also a uh, great airport because it's one of those where, I mean, you know, obviously pre all this, uh, <laughs> it was one of those where you could go. And, uh, you know, like you can get there like an hour before your flight and you'll be fine. Yeah. Uh, also, it's named after Bob Hope. I love that. Yeah. Uh, wow, our rank is expensive. I'm looking on Zillow. Oh, yes, my God. <laughs> uh, but in the meantime, um, uh, just, a, just a disclaimer for our listeners. Podjab is not a political podcast. And, <laughs> no. Uh, we, we may, it's, you know, is it a real estate podcast? It's not a real estate podcast. It's not a uh, a uh, best cities of twenty twenty podcast. Definitely huh. not a gun huh. podcast. No. Definitely not. No. Uh, what, what are we, we talking discuss? about this week? No, wait. Uh, well, we will be talking about television uh, briefly. Uh, in a, well, not briefly, shortly. But uh, before that, we need another Dustin chicken update. So, Dustin, how are those chickens? Are they still alive? Uh, they are doing great. Okay. Should I tell the story about my son? I, yes. Quickly? Yes. Uh, today, uh, my son was, had a friend over, socially distanced with a uh, mask, and they played some sort of hide-and-seek game, and we have a chicken named uh, Pecky, or we used to, and uh, my, friend's name, my son's friend's name is Beckett, and they called him Becky for short, and, and to make fun of him. And my son was outside screaming, Becky, Becky, where are you? And, uh, and my wife, who was working upstairs, texted me to say, Dustin, uh, you need to go help your son. He has lost a chicken. And <laughs> I had to explain to my wife that uh, he did not lose a chicken. He had lost a friend. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it could be both. Sure. Maybe sure. he has true. a very good relationship with his chickens. Right. Um, That's adorable. That is a... 
That's a lovely pandemic family story. Also, uh, I have a question only because I am not married, so I don't have this phenomenon of uh, what I'm about to describe. But you text you you text each other when you're in the house. Oh yeah, all the is time. this a normal thing, Tori? Is this a normal thing in your household? Uh, we don't text. We we g chat. Oh okay. Yeah. Got it. Yeah, no, we I am. Fair enough. No, that's that's fair. I mean, I guess I. We work on different floors, so right. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, I guess I, I I do remember like when I had roommates, there would be IMing or texting kind of thing. Um, so I guess I, I guess I get it, but you know. Yeah. Different 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 experience than I mean. Look, I I have all this space to myself, so that's what I'm saying. So. Oh, all that LA space. All that. Look, yeah. it's uh, it's enough for one person, and uh, <laughs> that's. That's fine by me. Plus an inexhaustible supply of alcohol, mysterious alcohol. The alcohol just appears, and then I drink it. Um, Like the bottle of wine, which I've already finished. Uh, (laughs) Well, there was only half. There was only half a bottle, but... uh, All right. (laughs) Do you want to tell us about the wine? What? Sorry, Tori, you were going to say something. Yeah, what what wine is it? Oh, it was the same one as last week. The the, uh, Trentino... Pinot Grigio. It was it was literally that bottle that I had to finish. Oh. Um, We've gotten very lazy with our uh, alcohol selections. Yeah. Oh. We're never going to get an advertiser Ooh. this way. Wait, 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 wait. That reminds me. Before before we get into it, um, last week I just want to do a shout out. Uh, one of the uh, one of the readers or listeners commenters uh, uh, said so it's comma Fred who I don't know who that is. I don't know if you guys know who that is, but. Uh, comma Fred uh, was very excited about has been enjoying this month. Uh, enjoy Dustin's unexpected delight in this show is a balm to my soul, is what Comma Fred said. Uh, comma Fred is also the commenter who said that we are funniest when we are slightly lit. When we are, uh, or they and, are, and he or she suggested a or they suggested a drink called the Adios Motherfucker. Uh, I'm going to read the read the recipe. Yes, I don't have. Do. I don't have what's available to make it, but here's the recipe. It is uh, one equal parts, so one ounce of vodka, rum, gin, tequila, curacao, and Seven Up, and Jesus. two That's and two ounces of Sweden two ounces of sweet and sour. It says fill a glass with ice and pour in vodka, rum, gin, tequila, sweet and sour, lemon, lime soda, and blue curacao. Stir to mix. Garnish with a lime, lemon slice and a cherry. Okay. Well, Sounds like a, like, a, like a very sweet Long Island. Okay. Yeah, it's very blue, <clears throat> and uh, I would be very drunk. Look, I, I, yeah, I, I want to... Yeah, comma Fred, I think there are two things you I need to... I love you. I, yeah, I love you. Um, <laughs> two things. Uh, one, I really think that you actually want us to die. <laughs> I'm a little upset about that. <laughs> but two, uh, you're right, it would probably make for a pretty good podcast. That is true. Um, I, have, I have a brief story that that um, coincides with this recommendation. When I was in college, I was briefly in a fraternity, and before I had turned 21, they took me to a bar, and someone ordered me a... Um, Long Island? I don't remember. It was a, No, it was something called a sidecar, and it had a blue carousel in it. But I am from the South, and... Every time I went to a bar afterwards, I kept asking for this, and I said, it's blue karacha. It's karacha. And they were like, what the fuck are you talking about? Oh, Dustin, no. 
It Justin. took me forever to find this drink again. Until uh, It wasn't until I met my wife when she was finally like, uh, dude, that is not karacha. It is carousel. Also, I don't feel like that's a normal ingredient in a sidecar. That may have been part like of the blue problem. sidecar. Yeah, I was going like to say, I'm sidecar. pretty sure sidecars <laughs> aren't blue. Right. I don't know. I don't know I, what it was, but it was like the best drink I'd ever had. It was also the first drink I'd ever had in a bar. I loved it. Oh, man. And then I uh, outed my fraternity. I, I quit and then outed my fraternity. I got a lot of death threats and the college fraternity got kicked off the campus because stuff I wrote about them in the college newspaper, but that's another story. All Supernatural. Right. Well, we'll get to that story in another time, but... Uh, no, we won't. Why well, not? someday. <laughs> in the meantime, Supernatural. Also, I have moved on to the last of my Writer's Tears Irish whiskey because yes. uh, I have, like, one drink of it left, so I'm going to drink it. Uh, in honor of our final final week of Supernatural... Um, I'm a little sad about that. <laughs> I mean, there's I so the... much more Supernatural for you to watch, yeah. Dustin. Remember, Dustin, you've only watched 5% of all of Supernatural. I understand. And, and, and I can't possibly, but I will watch all of season 15 before yes. they kick off. Oh my God, it's so good. I will may finish the last four episodes of episode uh, of season 14 for um, Rob Benedict. Yeah. I love him so much. <laughs> I, know. I can't believe how much I love him. And I can't believe how much I love him in the show because, because you, neither one of you know this, but he played an obnoxious character in Felicity. Like the obnoxious, horrible stalker character, and he's such a good character in the show. All right, so we got a Felicity well, reference. Seventeen minutes in. There you go. <laughs> Sorry. No, no, no. It's good. This is the kind of this is the 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 at home drinking game that people are playing. They just got to drink. Yeah. I feel like I just you know was able to reconnect with this person who I loved when I was you know twenty five, mm-hmm. and I get to again reconnect with him and it's been really meaningful for me oh well you know wait till you see season 15 because he's back to being not a great character oh that's right oh even (laughs) even when he's like evil i still oh when he showed up at the end of that uh uh, fan fiction uh, fan fiction wasn't it great (laughs) just it just like just gave me the Goosebumps. I forgot. Actually, let's start there because that was the first episode we had to watch. I forgot about that appearance at the end of the episode. And that is the first time Chuck Shirley shows up um, in the show after season five. So, like, we saw that finale where he disappeared Mm -hmm. and then he's mentioned, but he doesn't appear on screen again until fan fiction, which is what, season 10? Yeah, yeah, season 10. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So that was the 200th episode of the show, and that was... And I thought that was really interesting, because at that point, he's still a season away from being revealed as God. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if it was, like, sort of, you know, he's there as the writer, but it's, it's funnier when you see the episode knowing he's God. Right. And, like, between 5 and 10, he had had a stroke. So I'm sure, like, the, the people that knew that, that then saw that episode were probably like, oh, my God, oh, right. my God. Right, right. Yeah. The show, and again, when you see season 15, or you saw some of it, like, it's, the show is very good at offering fan service. 
mm-hmm. and that I think the fan fiction that. episode got to that. Well, and and yeah, I I uh, so I've said this to you guys, but I will say it on the podcast publicly. This this episode was uh, maybe it might be my favorite. Um, I think it's up there with changing channels for me, uh, in part because just because like it was so. It was so fun and tongue-in-cheek and very, like, aware of their fan service and aware of, um, I, I mean, I don't know. Like, I wrote down so many notes about, like, uh, the the fact that it's a high school play, which I love. The fact that it's a musical, which I love. Uh, the lines, like, there is no singing in Supernatural. Um, the <laughs> why are they standing so close together? Reasons. Uh, they call it Destiel. This is where they explain the BM scene. Um <laughs> There's just, there's just so much there that like uh, I didn't it's it's weird because I didn't necessarily realize this until watching Supernatural but this is kind of and I'm I'm kind of cribbing I'm kind of cannibalizing something that we might get to later but um, I I didn't weirdly I didn't realize that like there's a sh- that I could love a show or that I could enjoy a show that is so um, I don't know, that that becomes just about itself in a way <laughs> yeah. Um, because you know that feels like in your in like a you know the 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 kind of like uh a stuffy artistic brain it it sounds like oh that's silly or that's whatever that's fluff but uh but it's it's really enjoyable even though and i mean even though i haven't seen that many episodes right. but like even with this baseline i have i can i can already appreciate you know how silly and fun it is, and that you know that they're they're clearly enjoying it, and they're you know that comes through. I think in yeah. in a lot of the show, um, not just this episode. Well, but. and I love that little like aside where like she, um, uh, the writer is like, you know, I love I love Chad or whatever, but like I'm not going to include. I don't. I the whole thing about like writers writing themselves in, right. like I don't like the meta <laughs> stuff, and the guys right. are like, oh, same, you know, like they agree. <laughs> yeah, and it's just so funny because yeah, like. You like it's always for most shows when they go meta when they break the fourth wall and this that episode like Dean literally breaks the fourth wall he like right. somebody mentions Castiel or Destiel and he like stares at the camera and it's supposed to be the worst right and you just kind of uh, you know it's somehow in Supernatural you you have it both ways it, they keep their ongoing mythology but like the meta stuff is a part of the fabric of it. it. It's not it jump it's not the show jumping the shark. It's just the show. Like right. it does both. Right. Um yeah, I, I don't love know. that they've taken like this Chuck Shirley idea, <laughs> the that one episode and they've turned it into so many other episodes. Yeah. Where they like have the the comic book about supernatural and now they have the play about the supernatural and they have the T V <laughs> show the supernatural. Yeah. Right, and I also love that Tori had us watch all of those, yeah. because those have <laughs> been my favorite episodes. Right. Yeah. Well, I mean, look, Tori, uh, you've done an excellent job of snare ensnaring both of us because you knew that really? that we would be sucked in by the episodes <laughs> that are about television. <laughs> yeah, I was hoping those would work, but it's also sad because, like, so I've in you know revisiting these episodes, I've gotten sucked into the show with my husband, mm-hmm. and so now we're like we're 
I think we started watching like season two and now we're already on season four because we literally watch more episodes every day. And he just keeps going like every other episode is like, well, did you have them watch this one? Did you? I'm like, no, I didn't. I didn't have enough. (laughs) So I'm, I'm sitting here going like, ah, there's so many great episodes I didn't give to you. Mm -hmm. I've done a terrible job. (laughs) Your husband's first time through? No, he's already seen all the shows. Oh, okay. He loves the show. But it's funny for us to be revisiting these because, like, we half remember the individual plots. Right. Um, But, yeah, there's... uh, I'm really sorry. I'm super distracted because my cat is attempting a jailbreak at the moment and has been for the past five minutes. Yep. That's very... That's very exciting. And should... We we should have play-by-play of... Your cat trying to escape. Well, you have to understand. I, I, so I have this like fence built so that she adjusts to the space. And I have a number of uh, weighty objects, including a five-pound weight and a giant rock, that I've pushed up against it, hoping that she will not squeeze through and, and escape. So she starts out trying to push it to like put her paw through and, and like pull the gate away from the wall. And then she just starts pushing from the front. And now she just knocked over the weight. And I keep trying to distract her, and she just keeps kind of going, no. <laughs> going to keep, keep going. So, yeah, no, it's been, it's been great, guys. Love. That's the, the curse of getting a smart animal. Yep. Yeah, my dog was never this smart. Um, so, anyway, uh, yeah, so we've, we've, we've been watching the episodes, and he... And there are so many great, like, just episodes that, especially, that gain more as you grow in your affection of the characters then I don't know yeah it's just a show that you get good feelings from like I care about these dudes um and enjoy watching them and I think that's half of it is like the plot is the plot but like no matter what's going on I have fun watching them because they seem to have fun doing the show right there's it, definitely a I mean especially with with the the episodes that are kind of like looser I mean they're still in canon and dealing with the longer arc stuff, but they're that are looser with format. Um, they, they definitely seem like they're built around essentially that it's like understanding that if you're watching this show and you've been watching for this long, it's because you want to hang out with these people. Yeah. And actually Um, you get a glimpse of it. Did you notice in, um, in fan fiction in the beginning where they, they do a super cut of all of the intros Oh yeah, I was gonna ask yeah, yeah, about yeah. that. If so, that was, um, if the, that, if those were all real or those were all real. So and you saw some like special glimpses. So there's like the one that looks like the gun smoke or whatever, where it's like a western. And it's burning, right. and then there's the one that looks like an old horror movie. And there's mm-hmm. those are all episodes. Like that's okay. Yeah, you can. And, like, the, and there was one with, um, I'm forgetting his name, but with the the other angel who became god for a season, right? Yeah, Metatron. Booker. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, yeah, that's from right. his. Booker. Booger, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, when he took over the show, and yeah. Uh, so, yeah, there were a lot of little nods like that in fan fiction that's just kind of mm-hmm. acknowledging, like... And, I, you know, I loved Dean giving the rundown of everything that happened post-season five, because, like, maybe there are fans <laughs> who checked out then. Right. <laughs> you want to know what happened, here you go. Um, uh a quick aside, was Curtis Armstrong known as Booger in uh, One Crazy Summer or Moonlighting or both? Or both. I thought it was One Crazy I don't, Summer. I don't remember. You did. I thought it was Moonlighting. I and could be wrong. What? 
Was Curtis Armstrong known as Booger in One Crazy Summer, Moonlighting, or both? Uh, I have no idea. It couldn't be wow. both. Would you really... How, how could you get named Booger twice? Is Wait, was he also in uh, Revenge of the Nerds? No, no, he was Booger maybe. in Revenge of the Nerds, right? Yes, so maybe he was known as Booger. I don't know, man. I feel like I've known him as Booger everywhere. Was he Booger in more than one thing? That doesn't sound right. I don't doesn't. Think maybe so. th- people just know him as that. And even when he's in other things, they still call him Booger from Revenge of the Nerds. Right. Yeah, I yeah that's, that's what it. I thought we were all referencing. Yeah, it's Booger. He was, yeah, it was only from Revenge of the Nerds, but then you know him as that, and everyone calls him that. I feel like in Moonlighting, they called him Booger. Maybe not. No. Uh, in One Crazy I, Summer, he was Ack-Ack. What a delightful human being he is, though, right? <laughs> is he? I mean, I don't know. I don't know. I, he seems like it. No, no. Right. He, uh, he is, because you know why I know this? Because okay. he was on a podcast a few years ago that I listened to, and he was talking about Cusack uh, uh, and how Cusack had uh, disowned um, Better Off Dead, and how disappointed he was, and how upset he was, and it was such a good podcast. And he was like, "Why would Cusack disown that? It was such an incredible movie, Better Off Dead." You guys remember that? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, Dustin, just the lovely story. Um, uh, we're not a we're not a movie podcast. We're not a podcast podcast. That being said, Better Off Dead had a uh, my, my favorite part of that are the two the Asian twins who learned English watching Howard Cosell. And yes, so yes. They just show up wearing his jacket and sounding like Howard Cosell, and it's amazing. Um, oh my god! Like that's like a that's how you do it. If you're gonna do a joke about Asians and stereotypes, uh, that's how you do it. Like that's that's the right way to do it. Um, <laughs> in a complimentary way yeah um, but anyway. according to uh, Wikipedia he only appeared as Booger in Revenge of the Nerds like four of those, three of those movies plus himself in King of the Nerds right talking about playing Booger right, I don't know what King of the Nerds is though, I think it was a documentary about Revenge of the Nerds I think it was uh, a or, reality show was it, really? I think it was a game show. Oh. Oh, wow. That's my, that's my, because I feel like I remember seeing ads for it on, like, TBS or TNT or something like that. Oof. I feel like Curtis Armstrong has had the career that I think I would have if I ever played, if I was ever an actor. You think you would be called Booger? Well, not necessarily. (laughs) Just that I would appear as, like, the... uh, Tenth guy in two good movies, and then like play an extra or a glorified extra for the rest of my career. Oh, um, but then you'd show up in Supernatural, and you'd try to take over yes, for God yeah, because you love because you love God. <laughs> right. I bet Kripke he wasn't there anymore. No. Uh, whoever was running Supernatural when he came on probably just really loved. Curtis Armstrong from Better Off Dead and One Crazy Summer. And maybe Revenge of the Nerds. Maybe, yeah. <laughs> um, by uh, the way, King of the Nerds, just FYI, they were, he was one of the hosts alongside Robert Carradine. Oh. Uh, Carradine. Also from Revenge of the Nerds. Correct. Um, 
Yeah, it was a it was a game show on TBS where yeah. n- I guess nerds would compete oh, yeah. and stuff I vaguely for remember money. That. Yeah. yeah, I don't. I never watched it, but I definitely watched uh, TBS. So I saw. Did it? Go you probably with... saw ads for it during uh, uh, Ground Floor, Dustin's two season Bill Lawrence <laughs> that show. Might have been it. Yes. Starring uh, Briga Helen, who you love. How many seasons yes. did King of the Nerds run? Uh, according to the internet, it went for three seasons and twenty four episodes. So I guess three Holy eight episode seasons. Crap. Definitely thought that was going to be a one hit wonder. <laughs> but Curtis Armstrong, he's like he's had a decent career. Yeah, he was also <laughs> the uh, the principal on uh, on New Girl, where uh, Zoe Deschanel. Oh, Dash that's Network. right. Yeah. Yes. So he would pop up there every once in a while too. Oh. Um, and he played a cockroach on Doom Patrol. Oh, did he? Oh, and I forgot he was I in Happy. To watch, I keep meaning to watch Doom Patrol. It's cute. Yeah, he was in Happy. Everybody he was Dayglow Doug. <laughs> oh wow. Uh, um, yeah. So he was not in any of the episodes that we watched. No, that's the best part. <laughs> Kurt Armstrong not in any of these not episodes in any that we of watched. Episodes. Uh, uh, before we move on, uh, we watched Fan Fiction, which is season ten, episode five. Yes. Uh, we watched Baby, which is season eleven, episode four. Mm-hmm. And bottle the, episode. And the episode. hero's journey. Well, not a bottle episode, Dustin. But it was a bottle episode. No, no, no. Hang on. It was we'll, bottled we'll, by the car. We'll come back to that. Okay. But uh, the hero's journey, season fifteen, episode ten. So, uh, Dustin, a, a bottle episode. Now, this is where I'm gonna. I'm gonna okay. well actually you, Dustin. So, uh, a, a bottle episode. In, uh, in in technical terms, means that oh this oh he's oh. he's trying to drown me out with his gum. I see. Uh, uh, look, no, uh, technically, a bottle episode is an episode that you shoot uh, entirely or almost entirely on your stages, and the idea of it is that you are saving money by doing so. Uh, this episode, while filmed all from the uh, within the car. Uh, they went all over. So it's a normal episode. It's just filmed from... The and car. actually, it was harder because... It's probably more expensive, well, if anything. So I was re- yeah, I was reading a thing about it, and to shoot it, um, they... Because normally when they do the car, the boys in the car shots, it's, you know, the car is on a rig, because they're not really driving. Right. Um, and in this one, they put all the cameras in the car, and the scenes where, like, the, the boys drive, it's like, no, they just drew, drive away from the crew. Right. And like it's actually Jensen Ackles driving, and and they said like it was weird as actors because normally whenever they're in the car, like there's a crew around them, and in this one they had to like they didn't have anyone yelling cut or action or anything. They right. had to just do the scenes themselves as they yeah. drove. And and driving and acting at the same time has got to be tough. Yeah, and there's some there's actually like there's one really good like uh, spin out that. I don't know. Oh what the yeah, when he with, like kind of slingshots, right? Yeah, with the car. I'm yeah. like, yeah, he actually got to do that. And they said there was also a lot reading through the notes on it. There, it seems like there was a lot more improv in that episode mm-hmm. than there's a lot of stuff that made it in that like wasn't in the script. Yeah. Um, but I, I, I kind of like it. I like that in season eleven they just kind of had their experimental film episode. Like, right. Uh, so so that, was, that was something that was funny was that when Tori, when you had described that it's from the point of view of the car. I was kind of hoping that the car would be anthropomorphized. And, like, so we would have a narrator that's the car speaking about, like, let me tell you about these two assholes. Right. Um, it was still, I still enjoyed it thoroughly. 
Um, but it was. I also love that there were like the random aside of the um, the uh, the valet just like stealing the car for a couple of hours. Oh yeah, so, oh yeah. It was just a perfect little like random moment that yeah. doesn't actually mean anything to the episode, but it's just a nice thing. Yeah, I yeah. I think I don't... one of the things. So it doesn't. The car isn't anthropomorphized, but one of the things mm-hmm. I did really appreciate about the episode is that so often. Um, you know, you're, you're focused on Sam and Dean, like getting injured and all their fights and everything like that. And in this one, it was like, I was concerned about all the damage the car was taking. Oh, right. right. And so it's like the physicality of the car was, that was the thing I focused on. Like it got blood splashed on it and the Mm. window breaks and it hits that barrier. So the front is all busted and like, and there's been plenty of times that the car has been wrecked in the past, but like, in this episode, it was so immediate. Like, I don't care if Dean's bleeding. Right. I, I'm like, I'm feeling every <laughs> ding this car takes. And I thought right. that was an interesting, like, that fact that that actually came through. Yeah. Like, when Sam shoots, I mean, it's, you know, in a good cause, but he shoots out the back window. Yeah. It's like, oh, why? Like, no. Why are you doing that? <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I don't know. Um, this one was not necessarily, like, I just, I like that it was different. And it was also like the highest rated episode of that season. Makes oh, sense. really? Yeah. It's the Bob Singer. Huh. It's, it is the Bob <laughs> <laughs> Oh my God. Night. I have a, I have a weird special connection with Bob Singer. I, I probably shouldn't share. My... Does it involve having sex in the backseat of a Chevy Impala? <laughs> Not exactly. Yeah. It involves an actual marriage. <laughs> is it your okay. marriage? Yes, but not the current marriage. Oh, and now it's a Dustin story. Mm-hmm. I don't. I, you know, okay, so you don't have to tell it. It's <laughs> no, okay. Don't. I know. Don't I know. Right. I don't have to tell it. <laughs> you do. No, no, but uh, so uh, I, I wrote a story. Uh, there was a Wonder Years episode. Maybe you guys remember that had uh, "We Got Tonight." It was the one where Kevin Arnold uh, broke his arm. No. Nope. 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 <laughs> Kevin broke his arm, and he uh, climbed up on the roof afterwards, uh, on Winnie's roof afterwards. Anyway, I turned that whole thing into a, a short story, and that it was what uh, wooed my uh, high school girlfriend, later became my brief first wife. And then I wrote, I, I wrote it in a column in my college newspaper when I proposed to her. In high school? And, and no, no, in, co- in my college. Oh, college, sorry. Wow. Yeah, right. Okay. Aww. And then that fell apart very quickly because I was very young and she should not have come to uh, Boston with me. Wait, did the short story wooed her and then you proposed or you proposed in the short story? I, I wooed her with this story. Right. And then I reprinted the story as a column in my college that's newspaper. how it went oh, oh okay. when, when i proposed to her uh, okay that's sweet it was and then she uh slept with everyone and everything <laughs> and it's a destin story <laughs> and now it's officially a destin story. <laughs> right back uh, around okay oh yeah. okay wait wait so this is not this is not tv related but i'm gonna go on this tangent anyway um so I have a question, since I am not a married person, and you sure, guys yeah. both are. Um, uh, did, did, you, did you guys, when you got engaged, did you take engagement photos 
where it's like it's 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 like of the moment of that of proposal or um I did, yes. Okay. Tori. My my husband set his phone up on our table at the restaurant he was proposing to me at um, okay. and had it running uh, on video. But it was uh, a very dark, romantic restaurant, <laughs> so you can't really see. Um, so we actually, rather than having photos, we had the whole thing on shitty camera phone because I didn't Got know it. he had it running. Right. And it's even more embarrassing because I didn't understand that he was proposing. <laughs> so it's like Uh-oh. it's like a three-minute video of me going, Really? And, like, not even looking at him, I'm looking at my friend was the waiter, and so, like, a dessert is delivered that says, will you marry me? And I was expecting it to say happy anniversary. So oh, I think amazing. he's brought us the wrong dessert. So I'm looking at my friend going, like, you got it wrong. And he's like, you should look at Juan, who's on his knee on the other side of the table in this crowded restaurant. And I'm like, really? Oh, I love that we got a bonus Tory story out of this. Yeah. Oh, um, I was you can confused. barely I... see it. You can just hear my voice. It's like a candle oh, yeah. in my voice. <laughs> we got engagement photos, but we didn't actually get photos of, of our engagement. Okay. The only reason why I ask is because, like, you see those, like, like you see them on Facebook and Instagram and Twitter and all that. Like, yeah. people are, like, taking photos of, like, the, 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 the moment, moment of the proposal, right? Oh, yeah. And, and that, uh, like, I always feel like that's so weird like, I understand the idea of, like, capturing that moment and right. getting those photos, and it's beautiful, and that's all fine. But also, it's weird. It's a little and weird it's that, you have, that you have a photographer there either, either capturing it and you're all aware of it, and it's just a performance, right. or they're, like, hiding in the bushes somewhere. Right. Um, so my, uh, in my brain, I, it makes me think, like, oh, if I were ever to do something like this, which, you know, probably not, but who knows... Right. Then, like I would, what I would want to do is I would want to have a second series of photos, where it's, uh, it's like, oh, we like halfway through we caught that there is a weird photographer <laughs> taking photos of us, and then like the second set of photos is just like us like running Look, after the f- photographer, being like, come back you here, you. That would be amazing. You see that? You see those on Instagram all the time, like where like the celebrity boyfriend is like on his knee and you're like, right. what the fuck? You brought a guy along with you? But then, but there's also, so there's the difference between the moment of engagement and then people who do their engagement photo shoot, which is right. just, they get dressed up and go out and show off the ring, which is right. equally awkward. But that, yeah. at least I get it. Like everyone's in on it. It's all yeah. like, it's all posed and that's fine. It's the, it's the one where like the, the, if whoever's proposing is like on their knees and the yeah. other person has their face, their mouth, their hands to their face, be like, oh, oh my God, God, I can't believe this is happening. And there's a uh, photographer there. So I think the answer to that is you, the, instead of hiring a photographer or even friends or whatever, um, you just need to get someone to pilot a drone. So you just have a drone right. following you. But again, then, then I would, what I would want then is, is to then is, chase down and beat up. Is the drone. to chase and destroy the drone. Yes. And like that's the that's the second half of that yes. is that the drone is destroyed, and then you're like, you know, that's the. I feel like you just wrote know. a short film. Oh. Uh, so, I. Mm. Maybe. I. I. I proposed <laughs> to my wife in in Paris. Oh, it was very sweet. But I, I was a bumpkin from Arkansas, and uh, I went to Paris. And I thought they were gonna. Um, I took the ring with me, and I thought they were gonna like um, 
take me aside or arrest me for bringing a ring into the into France and then I get to France and then I'm like oh we should do it on the Eiffel Tower and then I get to the Eiffel Tower and I'm scared to death of heights oh god and it was awful so I didn't do it there and then I was like oh we should do it at uh Mamontra I forget it was a cemetery where Jim Morrison was buried <laughs> you wanted to propose to her in a cemetery <laughs> and I get there right I get there and I'm like oh shit this is not gonna work because it's a fucking cemetery <laughs> And then uh, we had a fight in our apartment in uh, Paris, and that's when I engaged to uh, uh, ask her to marry me because, you know, there's no better time than when you're in a fight. Right. Oh, God. Um, you can end any fight out. with that. Yeah, it, it totally did. Yeah. Absolutely. That's a good... And uh, the problem is nobody arrested me for bringing a ring into the country. Of course they didn't. <laughs> I didn't know, Tori. It's not like it's I, covered in cocaine. I don't know. Oh my gosh. No, but I love, like, the problem with the engagement that you can only do that once. You can only mm, resolve yes. an argument that way. So it's almost like it's got to be the, the right argument. Yeah. Well, like, it's got to be about, the biggest argument. I, no, that's what it was. It was like, uh, I, I think I talked about her future, and she was like, oh, I don't know what her future will be. And I was like, oh, shit. I have a ring and I have a plan and they're like, oh, how about that? And then she said, yes, of course. Oh. But I was very nervous about it and, you know, I was like, well, you know, anyway, we went out to dinner and had a great time. That's lovely. It was a very lovely, lovely yeah. engagement. <laughs> Sounds like she took it better than I did. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, can we pause for a second? Sure. Yeah. Is someone thumping like they really have to go to the bathroom? I don't. I can hear like I a don't. thumping sound. That. Okay, cool. No, it's fine then. Is that but Dustin? I don't know. It probably but... is me. All right. But I don't have to go to the bathroom. Am I okay. No, no, then it's fine. We'll just keep going and I won't even cut this out. Uh, but <laughs> I can Wait, just hear it. This sound right here? Yes. Yes. Oh, sorry. I was playing with cork from my Okay. <laughs> That's okay. I just didn't know what it, I just didn't. I thought it was is like it your leg. I had no idea you could hear that. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Um, wow. I, it'll probably filter out in the in post. But anyway, again, all of this is staying in because I'm lazy. So uh, yes. back Wait, to supernatural. Uh, we, thank you guys for uh, uh, indulging me. Can um, we go back we gotta, to fan fiction real fast? Yes. yes. There was yes. one thing I wanted to mention. So this is one of my favorite moments. Um, so you know how the show gets like uh, people complain about. The, uh, Rightfully so, it being fairly misogynistic and like, mm-hmm. you know, I was surprised rewatching early seasons how much they like call women sluts and bitches and everything like oh, that. Oh, yeah. And they're usually demons, but still, like, you know, mm-hmm. there are other words you could use. Um, right. So I absolutely, so one of the reasons I really liked fan fiction is that they do, it's, it's that they're handing, they're essentially handing the show over to women. Mm-hmm. So it's like kind of acknowledging, like, yeah, we treat, women not great on this show historically like they usually get killed off and they're not a big part of it and like what if the whole show was women um so i kind of like that as a as a premise but then there's a moment in it where dean is talking to uh the director who is playing sam in the play and he tries to do the riff that they normally he and his brother normally do which is one of them says jerk and then the other one goes bitch 
Right. And it's so Dean is looking at this high school girl and calls her a bitch. And it's, there's the moment of him realizing like. Very awkward. Yeah. Like, oh <laughs> shit, I shouldn't say that. And I just, it's like, again, you know, in season 10, the show kind of acknowledging like, yeah, yo, like don't right. say that stuff. <laughs> yeah. No, that was a, that was a nice moment. I yeah. thought Because, because I, having seen that dynamic between Sam and Dean in the past. Yeah. Um, you know what they, it's a callback for. Yeah. And it, it's both a callback and a nice acknowledgement of like, oh yeah, we can do better. Yeah. Like maybe we shouldn't do that. Yeah. Like, there, this is awkward. Um, sorry. I just wanted to, to give that a call. No, no, I love that moment. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. So we talked about baby and mm-hmm. it is what it is, but I, I appreciated the fact that, you know, they just kind of did their experimental film, and it was right. cute. Um, and then, so I, that was... I'm oh, sorry. Oh, no, I was just going to say, I, I do have to say that I don't entirely know that I... I don't know that I actually followed what was going on. Like, I know it's it's kind of vampires. Um, yeah. And, like, like but that, that was... It, it was fine. Like, it didn't matter, kind of, to the, to the larger uh, episode. Like, I, I, I didn't enjoy it any less... Because I was only kind of like half paying attention to the plot. Um, just in general, I was enjoying it and the weirdness of it and the, uh, I, I love, uh, I love a good, uh, my, my favorite setup construct for kind of like a joke is, uh, is foreground background. So when they did the, uh, Castiel is on the phone and in the background, there's a really violent fight going on. Yeah. Um, and it's just, and Castiel's just like, Dean. Dean, are you there? <laughs> What's going on? I heard gunshots. What's happening? And I don't know. Something about that was very entertaining to me. I like that one. Yeah. Because, yeah, because it's all stuck on the interior of the car. Like, you know, right. everything is happening. And they found so many excuses to, like, have a fight happen inside of the car. Yeah. Which I also just, I enjoy watching. Like, you know it's all a construct, but I enjoyed seeing the show try to figure right. out ways to, like... Right. Like how do we how do we plot. have Dean fight two people in the in the back seat in somehow? a car? Yeah, like yeah. you know, not only how do we block this and shoot it, but like story wise, how do we justify right. this? Right. <laughs> or right outside of the car and have bodies being thrown up against the car. Like, <laughs> yeah, I was inventive. Um, so that was the highest rated episode of that season. Fast forward to season fifteen, Hero's Journey. That is the lowest rated episode. Of the season. Oh, what? It was. And I know. Why? I don't know. Uh, probably, I, I don't know. I love that episode so much. And I, I realize that it lessened, it doesn't have as much impact because you don't know. That's the first time you guys are seeing Garth. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. And he is a wonderful but I, character. You, get, you still get the feeling. You get the feeling. Yeah. Like and and in the, if you watch like the previously on, you get the sense. You of, get the sense. You get like, the gist. He yeah. was a hunter and he tried to replace Bobby at one point when Bobby dies. And it's really awkward. And he's a hugger. And then he turns into a vampire. And then there's a whole thing where he like becomes a, or not a vampire, a werewolf. And then he becomes a super mm-hmm. werewolf thanks to Michael in the previous season. Michael, who was Dean at that point. Um, and then, yeah, now it's just, he has a happy family life and kids. And, um, so I, I really, I love the episode as a culmination of his character and really like giving that and D- giving DJ Qualls like a, you know, that was his, his hero's moment. But I also right. love that in the larger sense of the show, it's, 
they have the weird dance sequence and it's all about how, you know, what happens to Sam and Dean when they're normal and like mm-hmm. the lactose intolerant thing just <laughs> makes me laugh so fucking hard. Or like I, just... I was wondering about the, uh, well that, that, yeah, that was super funny, but like the dance number felt so random Yeah, and in a, again, in a, in a, in a show that doesn't have the kind of history and backdrop of like, they can kind of do anything. I would be like, what the hell is happening? Yeah. Um, like it's kind of the difference between, um, actually there's a, since Tori, there's a show that you definitely watched. Um, uh, no, uh, Legion, like Legion would, would go into these incredible dance sequences and like, they're almost better out of, to me, they were almost better out of context. Yes. Where I'm like, this is such an amazing dance number. I have no idea what's happening in the episode, but I'm enjoying what I'm watching. I would take it um, a step further. The dance number redeemed most of the episodes. I'd be watching and like, I have no idea what happens. And then like right. all of a sudden it's, you know, it's like the one where it's Jason Mansukis and uh, Jermaine Clement doing a oh, rap yeah. battle. And I was just yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Oh, this is the greatest thing I've ever seen. Right. And like, I watched that because you wrote about it, but I watched just that clip. Just and, the clip. And I was like, I don't care about the context. This scene is amazing. <gasps> Did you see um, the other one where they do um, the El- uh, Elvis Costello song? Yes. Where it's oh, yeah. Yeah. All the characters are dead. Uh-huh. <laughs> anyway, I love, you're right, Legion. Yeah. But, but, but here, it, it's like, even though in the moment, I'm like, I don't know what the hell is happening, but I'll go with it. Right. Versus, because it felt uh, weirdly like the, the random asides are earned. Um, also, you know, season 15, so season, yeah. they're, doing, it is they're the, gonna do whatever they're gonna do. It's the but. meta season, they they don't give a shit. But, like, yeah, yeah I mean, and the, they've done these sort of, it's weird when they do it in a single scene in an episode, like, mm-hmm. they're, they've done entire, like, you know, and we've watched a lot of these meta um, episodes, but, so there's one that I just watched, I guess, I think it was season four, but it's, they literally do a black and white universal horror movie. Oh, that's cool. Um, where it's like the monster is a shapeshifter that's obsessed with old monster movies. So he shapeshifts into Dracula and the Wolfman and the Mummy and all, you know. So it's them. Tr- but it, but it, the whole thing is shot as if it's a black and white horror movie. And it's uh-huh. fascinating. But, you know, you see that as a, a the entire episode is that theme. And then they go back to, like, normal Supernatural. So it's funny to see this, like, you know musical number shot in black and white, you know, but it's just a moment. It's just a delusion in a larger episode, you know? Right. That is a little bit unusual, but I also, I loved it. But I still enjoyed it. Yeah. Um, I liked, uh, I loved that the, even though, you know, I know that the mechanics of it came before and after this episode, but um, I love the idea of them all of a sudden being normal and all of the things, all of like the conveniences of being the heroes of a, of a story basically fell away. Yeah. Um, yeah. The plot armor or whatever. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it's just, yeah. And the, the way that it, like this, the moment where Sam or Dean's like, you know, yeah, we're cursed. And he's like, no, you're just normal. Like, this is just what life <laughs> is. <laughs> right. Um, I love that, that, uh, uh, Sam's heartfelt emotional plea did not work. And they're like, does that ever work? Yeah. Well, because I think there's a moment in like one of the, in like the first season or something where it's like Dean calls out like your puppy dog eyes like will work every time. And it's like, yeah, uh-huh. it turns out that was God, like all these things um, <laughs> or like the credit card thing. So Charlie, who's the Felicia, oh, Day, yes. Felicia Day character that I don't think you guys have seen yet. 
No, no we haven't. Um, we haven't. But yeah, so she was a hacker. She's the one that gave them this credit card. Because oh, okay. the whole joke before that was they were always signing, they were committing credit card fraud. Like constantly. <laughs> like that was just like the way they, because they never get paid. So right. they would just sign up for credit cards and never pay them. Um, so she hacked a credit <laughs> card that they didn't have to swap out. They would just, it was just like an unlimited credit card. Mm-hmm. Um, and that, and apparently they've been using it for like five years. Right. <laughs> um, yeah. But it but turns like, out, yeah, God can shut that off. Yeah. Yeah. The only reason she did that for you is because God, you know, but it is, it's plot armor. It's like, yeah, they're, they never get parking tickets or they, you know, can eat, Dean can eat whatever he wants or, uh, yeah, the, oh, yeah. the never going to the dentist thing. Like right. you've got a bunch of cavities. <laughs> I watched this particular episode very, very late at night, uh, and I fell asleep halfway through, and I thought I had fallen asleep for about five minutes, but it had turned out that I'd fallen asleep for like 45 minutes, because when I woke up, I was like, they were playing a card game to uh, get their plot armor back. That's oh, yeah, the that's next episode. episode, yeah. yeah. yeah I, didn't, I, didn't, I didn't realize that. I thought that was... It was the same episode. I went eventually went back and, and, and figured it out and watched the entire episode. But the next episode, they basically play a card game to win back their plot armor. Yes. Got it. Yeah. It was very confusing for me though. Yeah, you're like, why? <laughs> yeah, and that's and that's part of it. Is like it's weird because in some ways um, you're watching this like final season, and so you're very aware that like the clock is running out, not mm-hmm. knowing when that episode aired that there was a pandemic coming and the show was going to be on hold anyway. Right. But you know, I, for, as a, as a fan, I'm watching it going like, Oh my God, guys, you only have so many episodes. Like, what are you doing? Wasting time, you know? And it's like, they literally, all you get out of the Garth episode out of the hero's journey is Garth kind of identifying the problem and giving them the tip about Alaska, which then leads them to the card game and they can, you know, try to to win their luck back um but Dustin just opened something oh yes that's right he's onto his beer uh (laughs) so it is you know like really like so you're spending two episodes giving them a tip and then giving them their luck back right and to me like as a fan I'm like oh my god you're wasting time but on the other hand it's like no I love like I all I want is just more episodes of them dealing with normal life Right. Like, I don't know why, but like after 15 seasons, seeing Dean vomit was just <laughs> the thing I didn't know I needed. Or like seeing Sam trip over his own feet. Like, uh-huh. yeah. So uh, that one was, I'll admit, just I love that episode. And I don't Did know. Yeah. Either of you noticed because uh, Toy didn't give us a lot of episodes after season five. And until, well, I don't think we've seen that many episodes. Postseason five until this week, right? Uh, did you guys notice how Dean never ages, but Sam did? I mean, I wasn't gonna be. Hey, come on, I wasn't gonna call that out. <laughs> I mean, Dean has not aged a day. He has. He's, no, he, no, he definitely looks. He looks older. He looks. He looks. Uh, he looks more distinguished. Mm. Yeah, like it. Like, like he looks distinguished. Sam has aged. Sam has seriously a little yeah. bit, but he also had a very like, 
I, and again, not having watched the show from the beginning, I didn't realize this, but he he was like really baby face at the beginning. Yeah, he was. That's true. It's yeah, like he loses fair. the baby fat, but then there's also like Dean's. Uh, I don't get the sense that Dean like works out more or less like throughout the seasons. You can literally <laughs> watch Jared Padalecki like in like season four or five, he's jacked, and then it's like. <laughs> You don't, it's like, you fast forward to like... He gets married, he gets soft, I get it. Well, no, 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 but then you fast forward to like season 10 and it's, it's just, he's, he's not, I'm not saying he like looks flabby, but it's just, he's lost a lot of the muscle weight. Like he's lean. Yeah, he's just leaner. leaner. Mm -hmm. Um, It's like looking at a guy who does nothing but lift weights and then suddenly (laughs) he's like, you know what, I'm just going to run. Right. Well, you don't see that often a person, uh get closer to the present and his hair gets worse. Okay. All right. I cannot. All right. No, no. Wow. <laughs> Man, not everyone is lucky. I know. Yeah, his hair is uh too bad. He's just getting he's just getting prepped for that for that walker. Uh, I guess so. Yeah, walker, right. Walker, Texas Texas he's been prepping for years. Yeah. Um, also, just, about their ages, again, fan fiction, the line about how, like, you guys would make a good uh, Bobby and Rufus. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> you're too old to be Sam and Dean. I loved that. <laughs> like, yeah, it's been 10 years. Of course they're too old to be Sam and Dean. Right. Um, well, I, I don't know. I mean, look, we've, we already know how Dustin feels, and clearly he's become a fan over the over the month. Um I mean, I, I also have become a fan, which I honestly, I did not, I wasn't coming into this, uh, resisting it, but I, uh, I'm kind of surprised because I wasn't, um, you weren't expecting it. I wasn't necessarily expect, necessarily expecting it. Yeah. (laughs) Dan, do you think that you will watch the final seven episodes? Uh, I think. I would like to. I think I will probably try to. I. I the problem is that I want to watch the. Uh, I want to. I want to watch all of season fifteen first. Um, I don't know if I'll be able to do that before they the episodes come become live again. But because I am an old person who had who still has a cable box, I will definitely record them all and leave them on my DVR for six months. Ooh. Uh, if that's what it takes. So. That's fair. And I will definitely have seen the rest of season 15. And yeah. I will watch it week by week. I and mean, honestly, I might have to do it just to keep up with the two of you, because I know both of you will. We're going to be totally kicking out. And, and <laughs> yeah. so, Dustin, do you still want other episodes, or do you think you pretty much know what you would want to, to seek out if you're going to watch other episodes of the show? I think there's some more of 11 and 14 that I that I'm yeah. interested in. I don't even know what happens in 12 and 13. Yeah. Uh, really, in 7 through 10, for that matter. Yeah. Well, and I just realized, I think the big thing that you guys probably need to know about, let me see if I can find the episode, but... I'm curious the, about the Felicia Day arc. Yes. You. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so anything with Charlie, and there's some great ones. At one point, she um, starts dating Dorothy from Oz, and they go off into Oz. Um. Like the Wizard of Oz? Yes, the Wizard of Oz. Oh, right. um, The LARPing episode is great. She's wonderful. Um, the, you also still, and we've talked about it almost every week, you have not met uh, 
Timothy uh, Amundsen. Amundsen. Yeah, <laughs> I can never pronounce his last name. <laughs> it's crazy because there's no uh, there's it's missing a word, a letter. Yeah, it it just doesn't quite. Yeah, Amundsen. Right. Amundsen. Um, so he. It has a, I think it's like a flashback in season six, but he he's really, he appears in oh season God. ten, I believe. He also had a stroke. Is there a supernatural curse? No. No. But yeah, so he's right. he's season ten. Um, oh, okay. Because that's how Dean, no, Dean becomes a demon. Well, he he gets the mark of Cain. That's when Cain. they all they all join a band and play in Austin. Yeah. That's right. And they play uh, Wagon Wheel. Yes. Yeah. They play Wagon Oh, my God. I think that oh, is... That was so nice. Was I, I was not anticipating Dustin going the fandom route of actually voluntarily looking up the videos online. You know what right. happens to me now? And, and I'm embarrassed by this. But, like, it, there's a pandemic going on. So I don't see my friends in, like, real life that often. But when I see them now, I'm like... Did you watch Supernatural? <laughs> oh my god. I'm so happy right now. Because <laughs> um, I want to talk about it with and nobody does. They're right. like, what? No, no. So well, now it's you funny. know what I feel like. <laughs> yeah. But it's funny because Dustin, uh, just to, again, another side, and this maybe, maybe I'm going to use this to try to segue us into, into a, a, our final topic-ish, but... Uh, Dustin, you haven't really uh, participated in our... Uh, so there is a... Tori, there is a uh, text thread that is happening between... Uh, oh, that's right, yeah. Dustin, Thor, Seth, myself, and, and another friend of ours who you don't know, but who's also weirdly in our fantasy football league. Yeah. But it's all of us... Yeah. But it's all of us who... Uh, it's because all of us are obsessed with Ted Lasso. The Apple TV. And, like, so it's been, like, the last couple of days, there have just been, like, texts going back and forth about, like, how much we love it. And we're, like, dissecting very tiny moments in individual individual episodes. Um, and how it's, it's, it's funny to me because some of the people on that thread I've never spoken to about television. And, like, I've never really, like, had this kind of, like, geek out moment. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, so you're just They're like us. Yeah. earnest people, but this is a very earnest, wonderful, sweet... Right, marvelous show. But it's like the dad joke of shows. Like it's, yeah. it's something. And like I'm not a dad, and neither is Seth. But the 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 rest of them are. And uh, and <laughs> it's yeah. It, I don't know something. But like it's it's just funny to me that like there's that shows can still do that, and Supernatural is a show that can do that with the people who love it. Yeah, I assume. Well, I just. Yeah. Thank you guys for going along with me on this one and being tolerant of it and and enjoying it as even if you were just placating me. I appreciate it. I had a lot of fun going back into this and I'm going to keep watching. I'll probably end up watching the whole show over again. It's it's doable. That's insane. But I also feel like any show that runs for 15 seasons, there's probably a reason for that. And now right. I understand the reason for that. Right. I mean, this is... The fan community is, like, insane. And I feel like... I mean, Tori's really got it as very well and showed us the best episodes. But yeah. I've also... I've read a lot of reviews of the episodes we, we've watched, and they're like, this is the bright uh, star in the middle of a terrible, otherwise terrible season. 
<laughs> yeah, no, sometimes. But I, uh... but I, I no, no, but I feel like the fan culture is so uh, hardcore that it doesn't matter in some ways. Like, right. you will wait around for that one great episode because you can't. There's no way you can write 15 years of like. Oh, yeah. A great episode every week. Oh, right. God. There are some terrible episodes or some terrible just plot lines. But even in the... So, I would say there there are some episodes that are just top to bottom, like, forgettable. The worst the show is is just forgettable. Sometimes uh-huh. it's genuinely terrible. Sometimes there's just a plot line that I don't care about. But even within the episodes that are, like, serving that plot line and I don't care as much, there are moments that I enjoy. So right. I think that's what, what keeps you going is, like, there's still always, like, a funny moment for Dean or, you know, that guest star that you don't expect or... Right. You know, and the problem is you go into an episode and you don't know because some of their Monsters of the Week ones are, you know, forgettable trash and some of them are brilliant. And it's just, like, a great horror story. And you're like, right. oh, okay. <laughs> so I don't know. Yeah. No, it's not always good. <laughs> No, but still, I feel like there's not a lot of shows that, um... You don't, the, the, they don't, the show doesn't lose people. It's weirdly, right. especially because of Netflix, it's gained mm-hmm. viewers. Mm-hmm. Because people catch up and then they'll watch it live. So it's one of the right. few shows that, yeah, hasn't just slowly lost its fan base over the years. It's, it's gained. You also get the sense that these... People really care, and I know that's a silly thing to say, uh, but that they really care about the viewers, and they reach out and like they really love the show. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know. I just feel like even having only watched maybe twenty five episodes in the last month, um, I feel like a part of this community, and it's a really warm feeling like yeah. I don't know it's, it's insane and I've not felt this way about any other thing except for The Walking Dead which yeah. is a thing that I sort of stumbled in also accidentally well, it's, it's also kind of akin to like Doctor Who in the sense of like yes, super yes, yes. long running genre people take it very seriously and they will be critical the fans will point out like that season is trash or that yeah. whatever but like right. they're still there for it because it but I feel like Doctor yeah. Who is like a worldwide thing, but like right. Supernatural is a very specific, niche, smaller sort of uh, audience. It is well, yeah. I bet there's an international. I bet there are like international fans. Think so? Though. Yeah. Yeah. I've seen it in Spain. Oh wow! That yeah, is. yo, you want to hear uh, the, <laughs> the the Spanish language translation of Dean yelling Sammy? It's great. Uh, Maybe that's where Sam gets his fans. Yeah. Oh God. But yeah, no. I mean, I think there is a it. It obviously is not Doctor Who on a global scale, but it is the longest running American. uh, It's crazy. It's a fucking insane sci-fi. I mean, not sci-fi, but like genre show. Like that's, you know, uh, you know. Obviously, you've got like your Law and Orders or whatever. But like, yeah, for a science fiction fantasy series it's supernatural 15 years 15 years so uh and 15 years of basically just two sometimes three characters with Castillo yeah and they do the same things all they do is sacrifice for each other and lie to each (laughs) other 
and occasionally cry. I love, that's the other thing. It's such a bro-y show, but they're always fucking crying. And I just think that is so good. It's, <laughs> I it's just got drink a very those scrubs man, thing going Oh my God, there. just drink those man tears up. Uh, yeah. Anyway. Um, so yeah, so that's Supernatural. Um, and of course we'll move on to The Boys, the other right. Eric Kripke show. So yeah, next week, not not as a deep dive, but just in next week we will probably have all seen The Boys. We'll talk about um, something that's currently there. Yeah. <laughs> we'll actually talk about current television again. Um, I don't know if I'm ready but, for uh, that. Yeah, it's, well, I was going to ask you guys, like, it's, it, it's weird coming off of two months of you know, focusing specifically on like one show or another. And I kind of, yeah, I'm kind of with you, Tori. Like, I don't quite know what it's going to feel like talking about like actual TV that we just watched in the past week. I mean, you know, that was on in the past week instead of being timely. Right. Like, uh, it'll be not. I I, I think, I I think that, uh, Tori is having the same experience, uh, rewatching, Supernatural as I am rewatching Friday Night Lights. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You know, I'm trying to. I'm. It's just like it's really, and particularly with everything that's going on in the world, mm-hmm. it's a really comforting, great feel. I mean, it's just I, I'm I'm a person that never rewatches anything. I don't rewatch movies. I don't watch watch rewatch TV seasons. And this is. Um, I mean, I've had to for this and. <laughs> But I've continued with Friday Night Lights, and it's just been so meaningful. To me. That is crazy can't, to me that you don't I, rewatch things. Yeah, I rewatch stuff all the time. Yeah, I just don't have time because I want to like watch new see, stuff. Mm. Yeah, I want to see everything as much as possible, and then to go back and particularly like Friday Night Lights, I don't remember anything almost. <laughs> every episode feels new to me, and it's just like a oh. I can't describe how much I love the show. Oh. This week, oh, 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 Matt buried his father. Oh, oh you just watched the, the sun. That's the sun, and then the next week was actually even more devastating because, like, he and Julie went to Austin to watch a concert, and they had, like, this, like, they, didn't, they had this conversation where they danced around the topic. But, like, Julie came home after this, and she was, like, she knew, even though they'd never said it, that Matt was leaving. And then Matt left. And he, like, he left Dylan. And it was just the most heartbreaking thing. Oh, I can't even describe it. But was it <laughs> oh. was it heartbreaking? Because, like, Julie's the worst. I, no, no, this I is the moment she... where she's okay, and then she becomes the yeah. worst again later. Uh, like, but right at this at this point, you're like, oh, Julie Port. Yes. <laughs> I can't imagine what it would be like to sympathize with. <laughs> I know. Like what? What? That sounds like fan but fiction. Imagine knowing that you're losing Matt, but Matt never said that to you. Okay. Uh, yeah, I haven't watched season four in a long time. Oh my god, it just it breaks my heart. And you have Michael B. Jordan. And Michael B. Jordan is so good, and he's just oh, him and Matt Laria. I mm-hmm. Matt Laria, I don't even know where what happened to him, but they really have really because they start out hating each other. Right. 
And you have uh, Journey Smollett, who is yes. uh, yeah. now starring on uh, Lovecraft Country, a, 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 a real show that is happening right now. Yes. That we probably should but have talked about. We'll probably talk about it next week a little bit. It's insane to see in Brandon Lights. Uh, Journey, you have uh, Jesse Plemons and Michael B. Jordan fighting over Journey Smollett. <laughs> Yeah, it's like, what is time? What, yeah, what year did that episode air in? 2010? No. That's probably like 2010-ish. Yeah, maybe a little later. 2011, 2012? Yeah. 9, 9, 10, 10, 11. I feel like it's 2010 or 2011. Maybe, yeah. yeah. But it's so crazy to see this happening. At least, and, and like, those are like the three people that came out of it. I mean, Connie Britton's fine, and uh, Kyle Chandler's fine, but they're not like Jesse Plemons and Michael Jordan. Uh, and Taylor Kitsch uh, is a pretty, you know. <laughs> no, no, no. no. <laughs> People know who he is. John I Carter mean, of Mars. Fine. Big, giant movie. I hate that. True Detective Season 2 was a thing that people yeah, watched. Yeah. Um, he was Gambit that one time, sort of. He was Gambit for sure. five minutes. Um, and I hate I, that Coach <laughs> Taylor is like the Godzilla guy now. That just, oh. He deserves so much better than that. Yeah, but if anyone could talk Godzilla down, it would be Coach Taylor. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. It makes and, sense. Um, uh, he was also dad in uh, Dad Cop in Eight uh, Millimeter. Uh, oh yeah, he was really good at that. Uh, I mean, he again only in it for probably like seven minutes. Sell it. Um, when is <laughs> the only thing I remember from my film is him? I haven't looked uh, up his like appearances but or, you know his like imdb page but like mm-hmm. how many roles has he taken since friday night lights where he wasn't a dad uh well, what about was, was well, he a dad he in, in catch uh, 22 right and i didn't watch oh yeah so nobody much. watched catch 22 no. uh, and that was I that was not. like a george clooney joint yeah no. it was like he a was big in, deal that nobody saw he was in three seasons of Bloodline, which I loved. And mm-hmm. he was really spectacular in it, but he got overshadowed by... Um, ben Mendelsohn. Yes. Mm. And also Linda Cardellini. Cardellini. Yes. But I was the only person that watched all three seasons, I think. Yeah, I only watched season one. Yeah, I loved all three. Season one because, was great. I just never Because of Kyle, Kyle Chandler, and Mendelsohn wasn't in season three. But it's such a great cast. And Oh, oh he was in Manchester by the Sea. Kyle was. Wow. Oh, that's right. He's such Briefly, a... but again, like, he's in it sure. for like five minutes. He, he's such a specific kind of actor. Well, he was play. supposed to be in like a Pope Showtime show. This is back before the new Pope, but uh, it never got picked up. That's mm. weird. Or he was going to play... A, I mean, it was about the Pope, but he was a cardinal, or maybe he was going to be the Pope. I don't know. Anyway. Oh, man. Um, I want him. I used to um, watch a lot of interviews with him because I was obsessed. And he's basically Coach Taylor. Does he ever stand on stage and, and sing? <laughs> no. No? <laughs> but I, I don't think he has a lot of range. He's just that guy. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Is he, I feel like he's just, a, he'll always be a dad. And a very good one. Uh, yeah. I think I think what what you're all saying is that maybe for one of our rewatches, uh, okay, uh, that now I now I've got it locked in. 
when it's my turn to pick, which will be next summer, um, <laughs> what if January. our rewatch is or November uh, one month of early edition? I want if, to watch that. I've never seen it. I've never have seen you guys so seen early edition? I don't edition? even know what it is. I haven't. Okay. It is a mid to late 90s <laughs> show that was on CBS on Saturdays. Remember when they programmed Saturdays? Yes. And the lead of it is Kyle Chandler, a young Kyle Chandler. He's like mid to late 20s. Oh, my God. Uh, and it's him in Chicago. And he get, and they they literally restate the premise every episode. It's so amazing. But they're like, what if you got tomorrow's paper today? today. And uh, so he, but he's such a nice guy <laughs> that he gets the paper one day ahead and like strives to save everybody. So it's like, oh no, fire kills two people and he stops the fire. And like, so it's all, it's him being Superman because he, he knows what's going to happen. It was um, basically like sort of like the opposite of Quantum Leap, but Quantum Leap. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's God Friend of Me is like, was essentially that. Uh, was like the most like recent version Indiana. of that, except with. Holy with shit! You watched Godfather and Me. You're the that that guy. I I didn't watch all of it, but I watched enough episodes to be like, oh, this is modern. To make that reference. Uh, this is modern early edition. So yeah. Um. Anyway, uh, yeah, I don't know if it's streaming anywhere, but if it is, uh, it's not. I that just might looked. be okay. So uh, you get it for sixty six dollars on Amazon if you order. Or, or I can get it from for zero dollars from my library of stuff that already exists uh, in a very legal place. So <laughs> the legalist place. <laughs> Actually, that um, was a question I wanted to ask. So Dan, you so that is the show that you would pick for a rewatch. No, not necessarily. I don't. Okay. I don't actually know what I would pick. Because uh, I, like, I was if, thinking about it. If we were doing this again, like what? What would all and of our will. picks be? I. I think. I really think it should be. Uh, and it might depend on the timing of it, but like I really think that you guys would both enjoy Clone High. Yes, um, I'm super yeah. into that because it's only 13 episodes. It was only one season, uh, and it it was it was co-created by Bill Lawrence, so that gets Dustin on board. It's a cartoon, mm-hmm. so that gets Tori on board. Yes. Uh, and the premise Don't of pander. it is absurd. Like, it's it's uh, a bunch of famous, like, historical figures as teens in high school. So they're all that. crammed into one high school. So it's a- Abraham Lincoln, Joan of Arc, JFK, Gandhi, uh, uh, et cetera, et cetera. Because so. I've thought about what my next pick would be. Oh. I don't know if Dustin has. Do you know what it would be? Mine was Felicity. Oh, that's right. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I've never seen it. Would you pick select episodes or would you want to power through a whole season? I think because we're not doing joke. Like, when we started this, we did Friday Night Season 2, which was like a joke. Right. Right. Now, I think I would would pick select episodes. Okay. Although I don't. I would have to figure that out by rewatching it myself. So basically, you would have to rewatch the entire yeah. series, and then and I would be okay. That's the only series I've watched. In <laughs> uh, it's that actually that and Scrubs are the only two series I've watched in its entirety twice through. Yeah, and this would that would make it three times. Honestly, it took me forever to pick fifteen episodes of Supernatural. It was hard. I know. Homework. I cannot believe you pulled that off. And I if Dustin did such a good job. Yeah, I, I agree. If Dustin wasn't a huge fan of Scrubs, then I would pick Scrubs, and I would I would challenge myself to pick fifteen episodes of that. Um, but well, I ha- yeah, I had to I had to rank like the best fifteen for right. Uh, but my list would be correct. So oh, that's that's the difference. Was absolutely correct. <laughs> was it? I don't think it was. I don't know. Um, I had every single Brendan Fraser uh, episode in my top fifteen. 
Yeah, well, we'll see. But uh, wait, so Tori, what is yours? Well, you, so you... I went back and forth because so seeing seeing how uh, Supernatural went over, which I always feel like that's a show that I'm like going, no, it's good actually, and people are like, yeah, whatever, and then like it worked. <laughs> so the other show that I've had a lot of success with that, where I'm like, it's good actually, and people are like, whatever, it would be Ducktales. So I would actually like. Wait, new Ducktales or original? No, DuckTales? new Ducktales. Oh, okay. Um, so I would I actually watch a single episode. Yeah, I know exactly, <laughs> but it's actually great. Um, so that would that would be one of them that I would do. Um, but I also think that, but I could do that in like that wouldn't even have to be a whole month. I could just pick out mm-hmm. a couple of really good episodes. Um, right. But then I was thinking because we talked about it a, a while ago, um, how fun it would be to go back and actually watch soap. Like go to like a oh, 70s sitcom, yeah. like go all so the way back. Fun. Right. <laughs> like but also, how do you find DVD. soap? We'd it's have to hard buy to find, it on DVD. It? <laughs> yeah. We would have to buy DVDs and yeah. actually put them into devices. Yeah. Which is weird. Um, Remember before we like stepped into this like 15, a whole month. We, before that, we did like one week where we're like, you have to watch this episode. Each one of us did like a right. one episode. Yeah. Right. We could go back to that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, but uh, you know, you know what? Uh, what we will? Uh, I, I do have one more show that I just realized, yes. um, and uh, I think I think you'll both appreciate it. In in that it's uh, it's it's place in television history and its importance mm-hmm. to us all. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think <laughs> if I'm not mistaken, we might if, if things line up the way that I think they're going to line up, we might have to do this in October. So maybe September is a normal month, and then October might be The Mandalorian <laughs> Season yeah. 2. <gasps> Actually, Dan, that's perfect. Uh, Did you guys see the, the Funko that they've produced? Or I haven't it's, seen it. It's The Mandalorian, and he's holding Baby Yoda, and it's a little oh. Funko Pop. And I thought about getting one for each of you, because, you know, it's the best show. Of, it's Fajiba's official best show. My favorite thing it's, about this it's is also, how much I don't care. It's also, look, I mean, we, we can't, who's to say? But we certainly can't say that it, it's not impossible that The Mandalorian will be the show of 2020. Um, it might be if for no other reason than the fact that they will have a full season to, to air this year yeah and also the fact that i can't remember what happened in 2020 like when did right. when did watchman air right um <laughs> watchman was mostly 2019 right i don't know i think yeah. so what is time yeah. <laughs> yeah but anyway so all i'm saying is maybe in october uh this will become a mandalorian yes. podcast once again um so but, we basically um, we need to get all of our television out in September because October we've got will we've be busy. got until the Mandalorian premieres and then we just become a Mandalorian podcast. So. No, 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 no. We got plenty of TV in September. Look, Dustin, the, yeah, uh, the, yeah, the people have fine. spoken, and uh, what I they want agree with the people. What they want is uh, they want Mandalorian. So September, content. so September, we will we can talk about the boys. We can talk about right. Fargo. Mm-hmm. Um, Utopia. Yes. And uh, we'll also, we'll, we'll, Dustin, don't worry, we'll sneak in a week of Ted Lasso probably around when the finale yeah. comes out. Oh my gosh. And we probably should talk about <laughs> Lovecraft Country, Lovecraft Country, because it's airing. There's yeah. plenty of shows. And then, yeah, and then sometime in October, when, yeah, we'll just. Then we'll it's Supernatural on. and Mandalorian. Yeah. And that's, and what else is on television? Nothing. Oh, Haunting of Bly Manor. Oh, yeah. Oh, I don't yeah, know. yeah, yeah. I don't know anything uh, about that. You guys can talk about that. 
No, but we'll everybody's <laughs> going back. They're, everybody's making things now again. So all of these things are going out. In theory, yes, that but is. But none of the exciting the new shows. I think they'll all come out in twenty twenty one. Yeah. You know, no, like your your us, Walker Texas Rangers or your Kung Fu's. Uh yeah, TBD twenty twenty one for 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 shows like Kung Fu and like, others. Yes. But no, this is us is November. Does anyone watch that remember? anymore? I don't think we've ever discussed never. that show. I watch it. <gasps> I understand. But... When does Manifest come back? Oh, that's true. <laughs> we need true. our Dustin Manifest. Update. I don't think that's 20, until twenty twenty one. So. Yeah. But luckily, Manifest, look, we're, we're ble- truly blessed that Manifest will be coming back for a third season so that Dustin yeah. will be once again explaining yes. it to us. When does Riverdale come back? Yeah. That's another one. Uh, that's... Is that next January. year? Yeah, January. Yeah. So, so, so look, all, all I'm hearing is that we've got a big gap from October to December that can only be filled with the final episodes of Supernatural and the Mandalorian, uh, then the Mandalorian season two. Sure. Mandalorian, Supernatural, Trump Biden. That's all it is. No, we're no, not no, a politics not... podcast, so we can't talk about that. Yeah. So we can't. No. Can we not? I mean it's, it's not, not a, it's no. not on the agenda. We have a, I'm the we one have that a strict Google agenda to keep week. to. Uh, that's so, true. So. It's chicken updates. I mean if you want to replace the <laughs> oh. chicken update with, you know. Uh no, we have to keep the chicken updates for as long as there are chickens to update. About. You guys probably don't realize this, but uh, we're going to have to talk about it at some point. Knots and Crosses comes out next month. What? What? Knots and Crosses. What is that? It's on Peacock. <laughs> it's, uh, it's, you remember the um, uh, Benioff and Weiss uh, yes. series, The Confederacy? Yes. No, but this sure. This is basically that. Oh, no. Oh, okay. Um, Who it's made Africans it? having made Europeans their slaves. Oh God! Is it a British show though? That doesn't sound is it one like of their like I acquisitions? Like I don't know if it's no. I don't think so. I think it was a. It's a actually an original. original. Oh Jesus! Mm. Yeah. Um, it's like oh. an alt history. Oh, that that did remind me though. I think this weekend, uh, finally, uh, AP Bio will premiere. Season oh. three on so, Peacock. Yeah, yeah. That's this weekend. So, this weekend um, is like insane. Like everything in the world comes out this weekend. Right. Yeah. It's AP Bio, uh, Raised by Wolves on HBO. <laughs> uh, um, I don't even know what that one is. And the and the boys. That's the Ridley well, Scott one. Right. The boys, Mulan. Uh, oh God, Away Mulan, yeah. on Netflix, which is the uh, Hillary Swank one. Uh, the Jason Katim's exec produced one. Oh, that's right. Oh. That was the one that the, the trailer was very much like, oh yeah, this is all generated, this is all built to make you cry. Yeah. yeah. This um, is the yep. Dustin thing. Yeah. <laughs> yep. And like, I don't even know where to start this weekend. I'm like, I'm going to call in to life. I'm like, you need to shut down life so I can watch these shows. Well, and you've got a, you've got a fantasy football draft this weekend, Dustin. So. Shit. Oh, so you're going to be busy. Too much. Um, so I got an email from my from my dad just now that says, "This is I don't know what's in it, but this is the uh, <laughs> this is the subject line. Found your published fifth grade poetry. Oh, oh my god, <laughs> no, Dad. Can he no. send it to? Uh, you? No, open that up. Um, I'll open it, but you know, off pod, so it's not gonna be a. <laughs> um, it's not gonna be could a thing he here. tweet them to at Pajiba or at Lovespackle? At Lovespackle, uh, yeah. Seth, our producer, uh, I'm sure he'd love to see our see my." 
terrible poetry. We all would. Says. We all would. What if we um, just tweet? Each of us tweeted a line of it in order. <laughs> <laughs> so fa- so our, our listeners can just check Twitter and, so. and yeah. Look, I'm sure it's real bad. Uh, no, I, it, I I heard it was published. It was DM published. it to uh comma Fred. Relaxation. <laughs> <laughs> who who is Alexa just started talking? Oh, shit, that's mine. <laughs> I was like listening, I was like, what is this? I think I think that's officially that officially means we should probably call it. We're getting lectured by Alexa. This um, is bad. Anyway, uh, if, if you, I hope you've enjoyed this uh, our journey because we certainly have. Um, thanks, thanks for keeping up with us. Uh, shout outs to Comma Fred for recommending a drink that none of us tried, but we might in the future if we want to. I don't die. think we can handle um, yes. it. Yeah. Uh, and we'll be back next week with actual TV, the boys, and other things probably. Um, yeah, so uh, we'll have a good night. We'll miss you, Supernatural. Good night. Good night. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs>